Blog Talk Radio. Morgan Eagles coach coming to you today on the Gold Coach Daily. It is the end of the week, my friend. You've put another one behind you. How was it? How would you rate the last seven days of your life? Here's a question to you. Did you show up big? I mean, did you show up big over the last seven days? You know, were you able to accomplish all that you wanted to accomplish in all the areas that you wanted to accomplish? And and were the things that you wanted to accomplish significant and really worth doing? Did you stretch? Did you grow? Were you excited by a new discovery? You know, they said that the quality of your life is determined by the quality of your days. Was there high quality living in your life over the past seven days? Would you like to make it better over the next seven? You know, where you are is simply where you start, but where you go is up to you. Today we're going to talk about seven keys to having your best week ever. You know, it was Socrates who said that the unexamined life is not worth living. On this program, we examine life almost every day. And I know from some of the emails and the comments that some of you have sent me that it is painful at times to do that. But let me tell you something, my friend, the reward of examining your life, of questioning the assumptions that you have about the world around you, of of looking at the routines that that shape your life and and guide the direction in which, which you're traveling. The reward that you get from that is that you live a life by design, not by default. And for too many people, they just kind of wake up and they go on automatic pilot, you know. Their their morning routine just slides right into their, their afternoon routine, and their afternoon routine slides into their evening routine, their evening routine into their late evening routine, and life just goes on and on and on and on and on. And they want to make changes, and they want to make things different, and they want to improve things, but they just can't seem to break out of those routines. So if you're listening to this program, I applaud you because you are doing something that not too many people do. And that's taking a look at what's working and what's not working and what you can do to make those changes. So applause to those of you who are listening to the program. Big hands up to you. Big shout out to you guys. I want to tell you, today's program, I I just want to share seven things that you can do to to really make next week an incredible week. And, and, you know, I know you might be thinking that, you know, well, how how can I do that? You don't know my situation. You don't know what I'm going through. You don't know, um, you know, you don't know what I'm facing. 
Or you might be on the other side saying, man, I just had a great week, so I don't know how you can make it better. I'm good here. But let me tell you, regardless of whether or not you had a great week or a not-so-great week, next week can be much better. Next week can actually be an eventful week in your life, and that's what we're going to talk about and what we're going to share today. The program that, that you're listening to is brought to you by AboutGoals.com. That's AboutGoals.com. Go check out the website. It's a site that's dedicated to providing information and uh, and tips and insights to help you to really maximize your life every single day and to help you to reach those goals that you have set for yourself. So let's get on with this thing. What are the seven tips, okay? Had a good week or didn't have such a great week. How do I make next week the best week of my life, you ask? Well, the first tip is simple. Actually, all of them are simple. But as I always say on the program, this show is really about you taking a look at what you're doing and not just what you know you should do. Ruts run unknown when ruts run deep, rather when ruts run unknown. And sometimes we think that we're doing something, or because we know it, we think we're good in that area. But this is an opportunity to really examine what you're doing and to take a good hard look. So if I share something with you and you go, "Yep, I know that. That's that's good stuff," or "Yeah, I heard that one," or "Or I got that," I don't want you to think that. I just want you to be open to really and truly examining your life, the past seven days of your life, and then bringing those things forward into into the next seven days. So the first step that you need to take is simply this. To have the best week ever, decide that you want to have the best week. You go, man, that's just ridiculous. What do you mean decide? It can't be that easy. Yes, that's it is that easy. I want you to think about, uh, I want you to think about, time and your life just a little differently for a minute. You know, there's some things that you've made very clear decisions on. There are other things that you leave up to someone else or or circumstances to decide. And whether or not you have a good week, a good day, or or a good minute, good moment, good morning, good afternoon, whatever, is generally something that we leave up to outside circumstances and other people. Do you know what I mean? We kind of Hey, I'm going to have a good day. This is going to be a good day. And then somebody cuts you off in traffic, blows the horn, and they wave to you with just one finger. And boom, just like that, that great attitude, that feeling that you had, that you, that, that you were expecting to have all day just kind of slips away. And you know what? I do this for a living. I'm a full-time goals coach. I live this stuff. I'm, I go deep into this stuff. This is what I do, man, and I still have to check myself. Just last week, there was snow coming down or rain coming down. The roads were real ugly, and I'm driving uh, past the Silver Spring Metro in the morning uh, here in Maryland. And I, as I'm driving through, there, there are buses on the left of me and a median strip, and there's this young man who is just strolling across the street. Now, I have the green light, and he's just strolling, and I'm thinking he's going to pick his pace up because he realizes that a car is coming. He doesn't have to pick his pace up. Now, my concern was for his safety because I don't know that he realized that it's possible for someone to see you, apply their brakes, and still hit you. 
So when I leaned on the horn, it was really just to kind of tell them, you know, hey, be careful. But that's not what I was feeling. I'll be honest with you. That's not what I was feeling. I could not believe that he was just slowly strolling across the street. You see, it happens to the best of us. It happens to all of us. But when you make a decision, when you make a conscious decision that regardless of what happens, regardless of what she says to me in the morning meeting, regardless of what the emails are, that the number of emails are that I have in my, in my email box when I get to work, regardless of the people in traffic or how much traffic there is, regardless of the weather, I'm going to have a great day. That's a decision. And so when you look at next week, step number one is decide to have a great week. Decide that, more importantly, that this week coming up, the next seven days, is it's your week. How about that? You like that? It's your week, man. It is your week. If your name is Milo Fipple and you're listening to this program, then I want you to stand, put your hands on your hips, and say, it's Milo Fipple Week. If your name is Janice, Bill, Bob, John, Jack, or whatever else, make it your week. You know, stop living what you're given and start taking control over that thing. What's wrong with having your own week? You know, the networks do it all the time. Discovery Channel, they have Shark Week and, and you know, the Bear Week. You know, make it your week. Make it your week. Declare that thing. This week is my week. It's Andrew Morgan Week. And that's all right. It's your life. It is your life. You have the right to declare that this is your week. You don't need everybody to buy into it. It wasn't about them in the first place. But make it your week. Make that decision that this up uh, the next seven days, these are yours. The next seven days, this is your week. And after you do that, the second step, the second tip that I have for you is to plan it. It's to plan it. You know, I always say that that a, a goal has to be organized before it can be realized. And I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna go I'm not going to give you a, a long speech on, on, on your goals and, and all of that stuff. I'm, that's not what I'm talking about here. What I'm saying is that you need to plan a great week if you want to have a great week. You want to have the best week ever, you can't leave it up to chance. You actually have to write it down. You have to make the decision first, and then you need to plan it. What does a great week look like? You know, you can't expect real results from imaginary goals, goals that only live in your head. They rarely see the day of light. You have to write it down and follow it through. So you're saying to yourself, okay, I can buy into number one. I'm going to make this my week. The next week is my week. And then the next thing is to actually just kind of plan it out. What's a great week look like for you? Don't leave it up to chance. Now, I know some of you may be thinking, you know, why are we talking about Next week, it's Friday. I'm just barely finished with this week, man. I'm just barely getting through this week. We're just at the end of this week. The reason why we're talking about having a great week at the end of this week is because it won't just show up on its own. And my concern is, is that if I just let this happen or let this wait until Monday, you're going to already be into your week. You know that? You're, you're already going to be, you're going to have to shift some things around. You know, being able to plan your week means that number three, the third tip, is that you need to prepare for it. There's some things that you're going to want to do over this weekend to make the Milo Fipple week of 2011 an eventful week. And I want you to think of this week as an event. What do you do with events? You know, this weekend is Super Bowl Sunday. Okay? For those of us who are football fans, 
you know, there's some plans that we've made. And then there's some preparation that we make for Super Bowl. You know, you got to go get your, your nacho cheese hat. And you got to fill it with your with the with the the nacho cheese, and you got to get the chips, and you got to get the drinks, and you got to get the the banners, and you got. I've seen people I've seen people flying the the Pittsburgh Steelers flag um, in the neighborhood for since since Pittsburgh was in it. So you know you prepare for events. You know if you if you've uh, if, if you're if you're married, I mean think about the preparation that went into that event. Okay. See, we think that we just show up and everything works out. But if you want to have the best week ever, then you got to prepare for the best week ever. You know, you got to make sure that that some of those little things that hang you up, some of those little things that slow you down are dealt with and are taken care of. All right. So you want to do that in advance. That might mean that you want to make sure before you leave work today that your email, uh, your your uh, email box is down to zero. If that's something that slows you down. See, we all have what I like to call our areas of funk. You know, now I'm an old school dude. I grew up on Parliament Funkadelic, George Clinton, Bootsy Collins. You know, I mean, make my funk the P-Funk, all right? But we have what I'm talking about when I say those areas of funk. I'm not talking about that kind of funk. I'm talking about those areas that just slow us down to a stop. Those things that if we could avoid ever having to do them again, we would avoid ever doing them again. Identify those spots, those 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 areas, and and prepare so that they are not areas that that steal your your fanfare, and that next week is your week. Why? Because you said so. So you know you want to prepare. You want to make sure that the things that normally get in your way don't get in your way, and that might mean that this weekend you're going to have to invest a little time getting ready for the big event next week, which is next week, your week, the Milo Fipple week, or the Jeff week, or the Chris week, or the Janice week, or 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 the the Alicia week. You know, whatever your name is, put it there. Make it your week. Go get a banner if you want to. Make yourself a little banner. Put it somewhere where you can see that this week is my week, all right? So you want to prepare. That's the third thing. Um, The fourth thing is that you want to make sure that you're clear about what you have to do and and how you're going to do it. Now, you can do that by writing it down and, and making the plans, but you just want to make sure that those things are clear. Let me tell you guys something. One of the... Uh, the things that I find most often when I'm working with someone um, as a goals coach and helping them to really, you know, produce some very specific desired outcomes is that prior to my involvement, those specific outcomes were not specific. And what I'm saying by that is that, you know, we are very often not as clear as we think we are. There's some things that we are we're clear about, but there are other things that we just leave you know up to up to chance we're just really not clear on it and we're trying to produce something very specific from something that's very fuzzy here's a a good tip something that i use and and that always works well for me and that is to write a narrative summary of the week now these are things that will take time you know depending upon how comfortable you are with writing or how much you like writing or how used you are to it. 
But remember what I always say. If you want to do big things, you have to become comfortable with being uncomfortable. So you have your week, and it's all your week, but you may have to step outside of your box a little bit in order to make next week your week. So what I do, like I said, is I'll write that, that narrative summary. I'll sit down with, with a pen and paper or or journal, or sometimes I'll sit down and uh, with at the computer, and I'll just let the mind flow. I mean, what would be a perfect week? And so, and the reason I'm doing it is so that I get clear about what it is I'm trying to accomplish. All right. So that's the fourth tip. So just a real quick recap: decide that this is going to be your week. Decide that this is going to be your best week ever. Plan for it. Have an idea of what that looks like. Prepare for it. Make sure that you get all the stuff done that you need to get done. Uh, you know, get all your dry cleaning in today and pick it up on Monday so that that won't hold you up. Do something special with how you with how you look. Do something special with uh, with the stuff around you. Whatever it takes to make this week an event, this upcoming week an event, you want to do that. Um, that's the preparation, and then get clear about what a good week looks like. All right, so those are four very simple steps to take to make next week your best week ever. Very simple stuff. I mean, you know what the challenges are that you're facing. You know what uh, you know. You, you know what's coming up next week. You're going to add some things there to make next week the best week. And guess what? Even if you do have challenges, you can still make next week the best week you ever had. And the reason, the, the way that you do that is by managing and handling and being prepared for those challenges in a way that you've never been prepared for those challenges. See, having a great week is not just about hitting a home run uh, every day. It's not just about, you know, winning the the brass ring. It's not about, uh, you know, just getting everything that you want. Sometimes it's about handling situations in a way that you've never handled them. Sometimes it's about taking that thing that just really brings you down and and working through it or responding to it in a way that you find uh, new opportunities, you find new uh, ways, you find new solutions to those to those old problems. So that's you know keep that in mind. It's not always about having the best week ever. It's not about winning the lottery. Um, it's about dealing with life in a way that you've never dealt with and then feeling super good, super great about it, and that's what makes a difference for you. The fifth thing, the fifth step is to um, is to really focus next week. Now, focusing, sometimes people look at focus and they go, okay, that's a matter of concentrating. I need to concentrate. Let me concentrate on what I'm doing. I look at focus in a different way. I, I teach that focus is about eliminating distractions. And so it's really it's it's focused by uh, it's focusing by default almost. So you identify those things that are robbing you of your time, those things that are wasting your time. We talked about it on a, a previous show. If you listen to um, the show that we did on the the uh, seven deadly ruts and the show after that, if you listen to those, you'll get some good tips on how you can and what you should look at eliminating. But um, you, you increase your focus by eliminating things that are distracting. And a great and fun thing to do is to create a to-don't list. You know, create a to-don't list. So these are things that you just won't even touch over the next week. For the next seven days, I won't touch it. And here's the beauty of all of this is that sometimes, you know, when we talk about living a successful life and we talk about having a great year, 
I mean, that's a long time, man. I mean, sometimes when I'm talking to people about it, I can just see them. I can see that expression on their face, and they're just kind of saying, okay, but, you know, at some point, I'm going to stumble. At some point, I'm going to, you know, I just can't maintain this. But when you look at seven days, seven days, that's a manageable time. Seven days. We're only talking about seven days. The next seven days. If you can put some things down that are tying your hands up, if you can get clear about some things that you want to do, if you can get clear about what a good week looks like, what a good day looks like, what a good moment looks like, if you can do that for seven days, you'll have a great week. And more importantly, you will have stretched. You will have grown. You know what I always say? If you can get to the end of the week, Without having without stretching or growing, then it's time to stretch and grow. If this week, this the the past seven days offered no challenges, and you just waltzed through it like it was nothing, and you didn't have to stretch even a little, you didn't have to grow even a little, then maybe it's time to stretch and grow because you're not being challenged enough. There's some stuff that you have inside that needs to come out. You know, I went to a a, a workshop that that um, Les Brown put on and had a chance to meet uh, one of Les's childhood friends and actually Les's mentor, Dr. Anthony Sweeting. And Dr. Sweeting used a term that it, it just made me laugh. It was just the funniest thing that I ever heard. We were going through some voice exercises and, and you know, we were we were he was he was opening up the throat is what is what it's called. It's when you really you you know, you're from the diaphragm and you're just opening up your throat and one of the the uh, one of the people in the class, it was their turn, and they, you know, he oh, and he goes, wait a minute, that's not it. He goes, do it again. He goes, oh, and he goes, that's not it. He goes, and he looked at the person, and he goes, you know, with you, I've got to get the juice from the duck. <laughs> and I'm telling you, man, that made me laugh because I never heard that term. I don't know if that's if that's something that uh, I don't know if that's a, a, a Florida thing or a Southern thing or whatever it is, but I never heard anyone use the term "get the juice from the duck." What Doctor Sweeting was saying is that there's something on the inside that he needs to pull out. There's something on the inside that he needs to pull out. And see, that's what we're that's what we're talking about doing when we talk about having the best week ever. We're talking about getting the juice from the duck, the best that you have inside of you, bringing that out. The sixth step that I want you to take, and the sixth tip to having the best week ever, is to really craft your attitude. And I touched on it a little bit um, before when I was talking about the the young man who was ice skating across the intersection and and endangering his life. Um, you know, it, crafting your attitude. I mean, understand that your attitude is something that's best decided early. Actually, it's best decided the night before. Before you go to bed, all of these things that I'm sharing with you are best done um, the night before so that when you wake up in the morning, you're ready to rock and roll. And with regards to your attitude, it's just making the decision that, you know what, regardless of what happens, you know, I'm, it's not going to steal my joy. You know, there's a term that that um, that uh, you hear a lot these days, and that's you know someone someone take or or you know you you losing your happy. You know, yeah, people do things, and yes, um, we can respond or we can react to what they do in a way that would allow us to give them our joy and our happiness, um, or we can choose not to. We can choose to uh, not allow the disappointments that we experience 
from other people to steal our joy. And, you know, in a lot of cases, when someone does something in a, in a, in a relationship, um, when someone does something that, that steals our joy, you know, basically what's happening is that they are not living up to your expectations. You expected more from them. And you know what's so, what's so funny about it is that sometimes they, uh, they don't know what your expectations are. We assume that they know what we expect, and we are, we are assuming then that they are doing something to intentionally disappoint us, and that steals our joy, that steals, steals our happiness. Well, you can decide that what they do is on them. And that it will not, it will not allow it to to rob me of my joy and happiness. And the benefit that you have when it's to both of you, it's to the both of you. Because if someone, you know, if you if you stay in that place, in that that positive place, you're much better. You're much more able to express your expectations or express what you, you know, what happened than if you didn't. Because what happens is when we get in that place and the emotions kick in and we're feeling disappointed, disappointed in someone and we're expressing that however we choose to express it, uh, you know, what's happening simply is that they, they kind of dig in. They go into a mode of, of defensiveness because, one, they may not understand what you've done or what they've done, rather. And, and so, you know, they, they just kind of dig in and, 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 um, and the conversation ends up going nowhere. But if you decide that you're going to be who you're going to be and you're going to stay in that place that you're in regardless of what happens, you know, yeah, you, it means you'll let some things slide. But what it really means is that you are simply not going to judge uh, something as good or bad. You're just going to see it and accept it for what it is and keep moving. All right. So the attitude, you know, decide or craft rather your, your attitude intentionally Take in positive information as early in the day as you can. Have a good book. Have something, um, you know, a lot of people like to do their morning meditations. They like to read the Bible um, early in the morning. Whatever it is, have that thing there early, and you have to feed yourself the positive because there's so many things that, that, uh, that we perceive as being negative around us sometimes that if you don't feed the positive in, you'll find yourself being in that uh, in that funk or getting in that funk. And then the seventh step to having your best week ever is to manage your energy. Manage your energy. It's hard to have the best week ever when you're tired at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, when you hit the wall at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It's going to be hard for you to have that week that uh, that we're talking about. It's going to be hard for you to have your week if you are if you're if you don't physically have the energy so over the next 7 days make sure make an extra effort to get the sleep that you need make sure that you're getting enough sleep and you know the decision to get a certain amount of sleep is actually one that you need to make early in the day and the reason for that is because you'll find that there may be some things that you need to shift around so that you're not up too late there's some things that you may leave late in the day that you need to do late in the day that you need to do in the day so that you're not up at midnight or 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock or whatever it is. So it's a decision that you make. You know, decide, decide that you're going to give your body the rest that it needs so that you can be fresh and that you can go hard for your week. 
All right. So make that make that choice. The other thing with your energy is it's your it's your nutrition. You know, your your body is a is a machine in a sense. Um a biomechanical machine and and if you don't put the right stuff in, it can't give you what you need on the on the back end. So for 7 days, we're just talking 7 days, identify those foods that are that are high energy foods and and there are a number of places you can go on online and a number of resources out there. You know, every there's so much out there on on nutrition and fitness. You just really want to identify those foods that are going to be high energy foods and for 7 days for your week Make sure that you are eating properly. Just seven days. We're only talking seven days. I mean, this is an event. This is a special time. This is your week. This is your week. All right, so um, that's your sleep, your nutrition. And then the last thing is that you want to make sure that you're getting some exercise in. You've got to strengthen the body along the way. You gotta, you've got to strengthen the body. And you don't have to start out um, going to the gym every day this week. You know, at Steps instead of taking the elevator. Um, add in some walking. Add some walking into your week. Uh, or if you're going to the gym, go to the gym. But get that done because this is not any ordinary week. This is your week. You guys got that? I mean, it's your week, all right? I think you got that, all right? So those are seven tips, seven things that you can do to make next week the best week ever. Another thing, and here's a bonus tip, tune in to the Goals Coach Daily Show. I'll give you that positive give you that information, that encouragement, that inspiration that you need to live a day to, to live uh, a day full of, in full in your potential. I'll give you that. I give it to you free. Come to the program. Other thing that I want to ask you to do is if you like the show, leave a comment. Let me know how you like it. Let me know what you like about it and, and what you might want to have added. And if you have some show topics, drop them my way because I'd love to cover them. Well, that's it for now. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Get yourself ready for this week that's coming up because it's a special week. Mark it on your calendars. It's your week. It's your best week ever. And I want you to love it and enjoy it. Until we talk next time, remember that this is Andrew Morgan, the goals coach, encouraging you to get up, get out, and get going, man. I want you to know that the world is a better place. Just make sure that what you do today and every day is a reflection of that affirmation. We'll talk to you next week. So, get the car out. <laughs> yeah, it was a good show. I like it. Ah!